Shalom, and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. Welcome, y'all. How's everyone doing? I have to tell you that I have a I don't want to call this a tradition. It's sort of a habit. When I'm leaving home, you know, to go on the road, I, I call Lisa and I often say I feel like I'm, I'm driving the wrong way as I'm going to the airport or wherever I'm going. And this morning when we got into our van and started to drive down here, I said, we're driving the right way right now. We're, we're driving home together. So it is just uh, such a blessing. It's so special always um, to be here with you you here with all of you in, in, in our many years of Israel trips, all here. It's always like an Israel trip reunion. Um, and tonight, I have to say, it's just incredibly special to be with you, with Emily. Y'all are so incredibly lucky. I, I remember the, uh, the phone call that we had um, several months ago in the spring. You called me. You said, Ricker, so we need someone, and we need someone good. Like, real good. You know what our tradition is here. Like, we take music seriously here. But more than that, we take the depth seriously, the education, the connection, the relationships. We take this stuff seriously, and that is a hard, hard bill to uh, fill. And there's not a lot of people in this country who can fill that bill, really. Like, there's not a lot. And uh, Rabbi Greenstein and I spoke, and I said, you know, we have this program, which you know, um, because, you know, you've influenced virtually everything that I've done in the Jewish world, including um, starting this program called Jewish Star, a national teen and young adult initiative um, to help um, provide skills training um, so that we have a pipeline for incredible Jewish leaders in the future. And there's a few Jewish stars who really shine, like really, really shine. And uh, I said, Micah, there's one. I said, she's amazing. She, you know, she was in my mentoring cohort over the last year. She's been with us for a couple of years now. She's special, like way special. But she like lives in Nashville and she like is a band teacher. But wait a second, there's something about that because if there's any possibility that you could get her, and if there's any possibility that anyone can be gotten, it's this guy, okay? Um, She could really add depth to your bench at Temple Israel that really reflects what you've created here. Ever since I've experienced our relationship, it's always been about more than just the song. 
It's been always about the connections and always about the relationships. And so Emily and I just sang a song that I wrote a couple weeks ago. It's called Your Sign, um, and, or I Am Your Sign. I don't know, I guess we're working on the title. <laughs> but it's, a, it's about a conversation between the self and the soul. And, um, and I remember when I texted you, I was pretty vague about it. I think I said something like, hey, can I introduce you to a friend about a possible job opportunity that could radically change your life? <laughs> I didn't say that, though, did I? It was something like that, and was it exactly like that? Yeah, yeah. And then um, you all connected. And I think that it's, um, it really makes a lot of sense that we just sang the song together because it takes a lot of um, confidence and trust in oneself to realize when the signs are there, to realize that we have angels who guide us in many ways. Some of them are living, walking, breathing people like Rabbi Greenstein, and, and some of them are just angels that are around us, but it takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of courage um, and a lot of sometimes following what I call the wildly obvious. And the wildly obvious is when you come to Memphis, Tennessee, and you come to Temple Israel, and Rabbi Greenstein takes you around Temple Israel, and by the time, by the time you finish the tour, you don't even know which way you're turning uh, because it's that good here. It's that good. And so, Kola Kavod, to you for having the courage um, the bravery, because it takes a lot to pick up and like leave what you've designed your life to be. But there was this spark in you, and I always saw it in you. I saw it in our, before I was, you were in the mentoring cohort, that's why I snagged you for the mentoring cohort, my cohort, because we've got a lot of cohorts, but I wanted Emily. Um, because there's something in you that cares a lot about the Jewish world, that cares a lot about children, that cares a lot about our Jewish future. That's always been a part of who you are. And I, don't, I, I didn't get to experience you that much, but I knew that for sure. And I felt confident that I could share that with you and say, she's special. And we'll see what happens from there. And here we are. So a mazel tov uh, to you, but Mazel Tov to you for um, welcoming this uh, wonderful human into your community. We have a uh, tradition in our home, and this is a tradition, that every uh, night, Elisa turns to me and, and turns to um, our, our son Tal, who's still at home, and often will even text our group text and say, hey, everybody, what was your moment of joy today? And it's an extension of a Shabbat celebration that Elisa created for our family for many, many years when I was on the road literally every single Shabbat, where we would have Shabbat on Thursday nights in our home. And we'd say blessings and challah and everything, and then we would have what we call thankfuls. And we would go around and share what we were thankful for in our lives. So I want to... Um, invite you 
uh, to think about the thankfuls in your life right now, to think about what maybe your moment of joy was today. And I'd like to share a song with you and dedicate a song to you um, that I, I learned recently, sort of part of a daily meditation for me from um, an extraordinary singer-songwriter named India Ri, and I, um, and I added a bunch of Hebrew uh, to it that ends with, everything ends with ah. Everyone say ah. There's always an ah in it. Feels good. Or if you wear your shirt backwards, <laughs> it could be a ha, right? <laughs> give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks for all that is. You try that, give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks for all that is. Give praise, give praise, give praise, give praise, give praise, give praise. For all that is hallelujah 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 for all that is there will never another day just like this day so let's give praise now in this kehila this community kehila 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 for all that is for the songs we sing Shira, 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 for all that is. Hodaya, the gratitude. Hodaya, 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 Hodaya. For all that is There will never ever be another day Just like this day So let's give praise now So I want to invite you If How many people have a thankful out there that you thought of? Anyone have a thankful? Give me a head nod if you've got a thankful would someone be willing to share a thankful? I'll, sh I'll start off. I'll, I'll share a thankful. I am incredibly thankful, not that I haven't shared this uh, many times, but I'm incredibly thankful to um, have a first time to share this with you. Now it's our home. This is beautiful. There was a thankful back there. Yeah. For your parents' health. Thank you. 
said, Mama, you had a thankful. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the back. Ah, welcome back to Memphis. Welcome home. Any other thankfuls? Yeah. To your lovely wife. Yeah. Oh, I'm thankful that you're here. <laughs> Thanks. It's great to see you again. Any other thankfuls? <clears throat> Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks for all that is the love that we share. Ahava, 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 Ahava. Shabbat Shalom. So New Year's Eve 2004 into 2005 was a very special New Year's Eve. The fireworks were the same and the celebrations were joyous as always, but seven-year-old me was celebrating something else. I was just given my first guitar. I had been asking to learn how to play guitar for months. And on that night, I finally had one in my hands. I remember running upstairs to my room now I had no idea how to play it, but I remember randomly strumming the strings and trying to write a song. And it didn't matter to me that what was coming out honestly sounded like the guitar version of TV Static because I was completely lost in the moment, in the creativity, and in what would become my life's biggest passion, music. I had known since I was in elementary school that I wanted to grow up and be involved in music. I went through many ideas over time of what that would look like, but ultimately there were two experiences that made the decision for me. In high school, while I was teaching guitar to third graders, I watched these kids succeed together, create together, work through struggles together, and connect at a deeper level. I was also a band kid, and I loved being a part of something that was a team and a musical community. And regardless of our other interests, classes, and backgrounds, we were brought together through music to be a part of something incredible. Through these experiences, my sights were set on music education, and I never looked back. And I wanted to share the love I had for music, to play a part in giving other people the opportunities I had, and also to create community through music. Because teaching music is not just a one-way action. Teaching music is an opportunity for creation, collaboration, and perhaps most importantly, connection. 
Music facilitates connection between people, places, and moments in time. And I was fascinated by it. I still am. And after attending URJ Camp Coleman for years and joining Nifty, I also became entranced with Jewish music. And even more so, I became entranced in the moments where I was together in song with others. Music made sense to me. Hearing the prayers and melody with everyone around me made the messages speak louder and made my connections to those around me deeper. And that experience is not unique to just me. Music has that effect on all of those around me, whether they are leading or purely experiencing. Now at this point in my life, my music in bands and my song leading were completely separate in my mind. And it was not until I had a camper come up to me years later and say, well, I didn't bring my trumpet to camp because it's not a Jewish instrument, that I questioned this. Because what is a Jewish instrument? What makes an instrument Jewish anyways? And it made me ask myself, is that what I have been doing all along? Separating my instruments and music experiences into Jewish and secular? And from that moment forward, Jewish music was not just about song leading, but about thinking of how to expand the notion of what music opportunities in the Jewish community can look like. Now, we are so lucky to live in a society where there is so much access to music education opportunities for kids, like the ones that I had. We are also so lucky to live in a society where people who grew up playing music and love it can still find ways to continue their craft. There is room to grow, however, for expanding music education opportunities to all ages. I have had many adults come up to me and say, I wish I could play music, but I never learned. Or, I quit when I was a kid and should have stuck with it. Or even more commonly, I am not musical. Christopher Small coined the term musicking, literally meaning to music, advocating that music should be a verb and not a noun. He says that to music is to take part in any capacity in a musical performance, whether by performing, by listening, by rehearsing, by practicing, by composing, or by dancing. Meaning, being musical is not synonymous with being a professional musician, but rather, being musical is the act of being engaged in music. Music is such an essential part of Judaism. And I believe that it is also an essential part of being human. And being musical is not limited to catching opportunities as a kid or being an adult with a music background. Music is for everyone. Expanding access to music education, reevaluating what music experiences in a Jewish community can look like, facilitating connection, and allowing everyone, regardless of prior experience, to find a musical place in Temple is what the future of music at Temple is about. Tempo 
Temple Israel Music Programming and Outreach is this future. Classes for kids and adults of all levels of experience to learn about music, to learn how to play music, and to learn how to create music alongside those in this community. Ensembles, instrumental, and vocal to allow people to perform music together and bring it out into the community. Outreach opportunities to bring people into Temple to make and experience a wide variety of music together. Temple Israel will be a place where music is found, a place where the sounds of instruments, discussions, and music brings people together and resonates throughout the building, a place where people feel like music belongs to the community, where music belongs to everyone. I want to first say thank you to Rick Recht for being here today. You don't know this, but my first concert ever was one of yours. I was six years old, and it was a congregation in my area. So thank you so much for inspiring me at age six and inspiring me now today. And thank you so much, everyone here, for welcoming me in these past few months. I am so honored to be a part of this incredible community, and I am so excited to make music with all of you. this on. Hine Matov, how good it is to be together and Ilufinu together creates this notion of how great it is for us to be here together filling our mouths with song. Surround 
So I'm Emily Brof Heilborn. I'm the music and cantorial director here at Temple Israel. And I just want to bring the sense that music at Temple comes from every wall, every person. It is everywhere that we can be, everywhere we can sing, everywhere we can learn, and that no one feels like that there's a barrier for entry. So the idea for Tempo was really, let's figure out every single way that we can musically involve anybody. I'm really excited to give people who haven't had a chance to learn music the chance to learn it. If you want a community that you can always count on, that you can laugh with, play music with, learn and grow musically, spiritually, I think Tempo is exactly that space. Is this place we can build this holy space with. I think my expression of Judaism is largely defined by music. Being able to share something with other people and express something so deep beyond boundaries, beyond languages. It can bring so much more, so much more like vibrance to our services. That's how I've learned a lot of parts of Judaism is through music. If you really want to learn and you really want to break down that wall and, and join, there's always something for everybody. There's so much you can learn from music. Some people are like visual learners, some people are auditory learners, some people relate reading a, a prayer book, other people relate more through music. Music provides kind of a conduit for spirituality and feeling and emotion. Uh, 
music is an outlet for me. I rely on listening to music, playing music to feed my soul, to help me when I'm in pain, to help me when I'm happy. And if you want to be a part of something with people that you know and that know you or that maybe you don't know so well that you want to know, let's do it. It's going to be fun. I can promise you. If it's music and people around here, it's bound to be fun. So you got to give it a shot. This is just the beginning of something that could be really great. Music belongs to everybody. I'm excited for you to join us with Tempo. Space with holy sounds as we gather 